If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Armchair superheroes, assemble! Armchair superheroes here to save the day. Armchair superheroes make everything okay. All right, as you heard, we are the Armchair Superheroes, and we are back from an extended leave. Very extended. Very extended. Uh, but here we are. I blame left. myself. Yes, well, and me too. I mean, we, we both take the blame. Uh, we just have busy lives. We're getting, well, you don't have a busy life. But 80, I have 80 20. <laughs> but either way, uh, I am Pat Lane. Across from me is Jeff Soseski. Hello, friends. Yes, yes. And here we are. And so, because it is Halloween, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, we've been gone so long, we're going to give you a double feature this week. A double feature this week. This show, obviously, coming out on Tuesday. Here you are on Tuesday, hopefully mm-hmm. listening. Yeah. Okay. But also, on Thursday... Solo pod by your boy Pat Lane. Uh, going right. to be my favorite Stephen King novels on Halloween. Dropping it on Halloween. I mean, like. It's right. going to be better than a joint show. <laughs> well. You know, you're going to get the good host it's without the annoying sidekick. It's going to be excellent. <laughs> I don't know why. I wouldn't go that far. But, you know. But, uh, yes. So it'd be fun. I am a massive Stephen King fan. I've read uh, pretty much every one of his books, I've read none of them. Yeah, so, uh, so I would just be there chirping. So yes. it's really, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so. Anyways, uh, that's what we got coming up on Thursday. But uh, today, as you probably read by the title, uh, today is the uh, is like our favorite like scary like, It's kind of scary, <laughs> a little bit stuff. You know, we're not like big horror movie guys. I don't mind a, a decent horror. You movie. are a little bit. Yeah, I mean, when you named your list to me, it, it kept going. It was pretty long. Yeah, but I, I mean, I found six movies to talk about. Okay, <laughs> I just well, but the thing is that my I use, just can't my use of horror <laughs> you know? is like very broad. Oh, you're gonna see my use of horror. You it's know? very questionable. And so but yeah. I needed to talk. Yeah, on so this see there you go. Yeah. So see that's you know that's the and, way it goes. Uh, you know, I want to contribute. Yeah, <laughs> and since you know Halloween's around the corner, I came up with the idea, and it's Jeff a good idea. begrudgingly agreed. Yeah, no, I mean, it is a good idea. I'm just... <laughs> you just don't like any of those movies. I, yeah, no, no, no. Not a lot of, not a lot of the quote-unquote classics right. that most people enjoy around right, this right, time right. Yeah, I find to be hard to swallow. Right. But. Well, let's let's start with one of the classics. We're not really going to do a top. Well, no. Maybe, we'll, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe I'll tell, maybe we'll say our favorite. Maybe we'll do our favorite out of the pick. Oh, out, okay. of the, out of the bunch, yeah, you know what I mean. Ones that you have to watch, but you talking about classic ones for me personally. When you talk about classic slasher movies, oh yeah, you take this for <laughs> me. The only one that I really enjoy, and I've seen Friday the Thirteenth, and I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street, and I'm, they're fine. You know, whatever they're you know they're classic movies and whatnot. But the one for me is Halloween. 
And I think the original, the original Halloween. And the, the thing, OG. the thing to me about Halloween that's so good is that, and you'll see with a lot of the movies that I that I enjoy is that they they build the tension very well. And so Michael's there, but it's not like gory, bloody everywhere, right? It's like no. you know, very slow, methodical. Like you don't know what's happening, and you know something's going on, but you don't really know what's going to be. And then he just. You know, he's like almost expressionless. He's obviously got the mask on. And uh, William Shatner mask, by the way. Crazy. Um, I do know about that. Yeah. That is nuts. Yeah, it's nuts, right? Cool. I think they took the eyebrows off, I heard. Um, but either way, it's just it's a, it's a fascinating situation. So, But a classic movie, again, just a straight up... And it's a horror movie, obviously. But again, it's a thriller. And it's very, very suspenseful. They do a really good job yeah. of building the suspense. And so that's why I like it so much, and that's why I would pick it over the other classics like Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street and, and other movies like that. And so that for me, that one is kind of the older one. Um, yeah. I don't really have any, uh, I guess, Army of Darkness, but that's not really old. I mean, it's oldish. It's like yeah. in the 80s, right? And I like Evil Dead, too. It's old-ish fine. Oldish for us. Yeah. Right. Evil Dead's fine, but I like Army of Darkness better because it's more of a comedy than Evil Dead is. Yeah. And I'm a... As you know, if you've been listening, I'm a, I'm a comedy person. Yes, you are. Uh, and so, you know, uh, what's-his-face, uh, Bruce Campbell's just great in it. And so that's – it's one of those things where, yeah, it has some hard elements, obviously, and it is scary at points, but it's also funny. And that's that's one of the things I like about it. So, um, And then – and then mm. we're also going to talk about – now, this is, this is a, a, a thriller, like an old school, okay, a little bit back in the day. But not a typical slasher movie. Good lead in. Uh huh. And we have two of them on the list, as a matter of fact, yes. which could give you a clue. Uh, and I think, honestly, I mean, the, if these aren't number one on my list, they're pretty damn close. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so the first one is Alien. Singular. Uh huh. And the second one is Aliens. Plural. Yes, exactly. And yeah, so. See, I, I think I'm, I lean towards the first one. Really? And I see where the appeal of the second one comes in. Yeah. Because it's great. has the whole game over, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is delightful. Yeah. And it's good. Like, it has the action and it still has the thriller, like, horror right. aspect to it. So you right. kind of get the whole package. Yep. But the, there's something about the first one. With Tom Scarrett. It's just And it's the thing so is, good. like, I didn't see it when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I sort of, by the time I saw it, I sort of knew a little bit about it. Like, it wasn't, like, completely fresh, like, right when it had come out. Right. But even still, it was, since I didn't, like, it wasn't spoiled for me when I saw it. Right. But it's amazing. So good. It's so good, man. And, like, it's still good. Yeah. Like, because I watched it for the first time relatively recently, and it was... uh, Still holds up. It still holds up strong. It's amazing. Well, the chestburster scene is probably the most famous scene yeah. from from that movie, and you know, and the story obviously behind it, you probably already know. But the story behind it is that the cast didn't didn't know, didn't know which is just amazing. So the so the you reactions, know, the reactions are, are, are real, and which is amazing and unbelievable. And I I probably watched it when I was like I don't know ten or eleven, oh, yeah. and like my cousin was my cousin Mike was watching it, and I was like in the other room, like peeking in every yeah. now and again, you know what I mean? Because he was a few years older, so. I didn't eat mac and cheese for like two months. 
It just was like I killed like Gundy Magazine. I think what I loved about it was how like slow yes. and deliberate it was. Like every scene, but the way that they did it, it wasn't boring. No. Like a lot of times, some of the newer movies that are like that, I find myself being bored. Being right. Like all right, like because maybe because I mean. Because it's something that's been done so many times Maybe, now. Yeah, yeah. But even still, like like I said, like I didn't watch it back then. So it's still the way it holds up now, yeah. the way that they filmed it is still Just so way. well done that it really builds the tension. Oh, yeah. And it's so interesting. Like the path they take you as they go to the spaceship and then like step by step through the movie, mm-hmm. it just like works so well. Right, well, he gets to the thing build on his face. The you know, he gets the the face sucker obviously on his face, and you're like, oh my god, like yeah. this is crazy, and the whole thing. And then, like, I love, I think one of my favorite scenes, and maybe one of the best scenes in the whole movie, is when Scarrett is is going after it, and he's in the thing, and they're yelling because they can see it coming, and the beeping is on the screen. You hear beep beep, mm-hmm. and they're yelling, and he's yelling, and everyone's yelling, yeah. and he's standing there, and you see him. And it like it kind of goes between him and them, and everyone's kind of yelling because they don't know what's going on. And you hear the beeping, and they're like, "It's right there!" And he's like, "Where is it?" Like, and then he's like, "Dead!" And you're like, yeah. "What?" Like, it's yeah. just it's unbelievable. And they do such a good job because you never see the alien for like That's the for extended too. parts. Like, you see it, but like it's it's just it's like half hidden. You know what I mean? And even in the scared scene, you you see it, but like just for an instant. You know, and really until the bathroom scene. Where the where the uh, the guy gets killed in the bathroom? Yeah, that's really when you first see it, and you know then you're like, oh my god, the thing comes out of his right. mouth, and you're like, holy shit, like this is crazy. But until that point, you really haven't you've seen glimpses, but you really haven't like but seen that makes it, it better, you know? Right, right. I think that's when you're when you're being tracked by something, and you know it's there. And obviously, it's killing things, right? <laughs> right? But like, you know, it's there, but you don't, you don't see it, right? And I think that's what makes Aliens so good. And I think, honestly, it's funny that you say you like you prefer Alien because I probably prefer the it's second. It's close. One. It's very close. It's close for me. It's a little bit of a different kind of movie. It's a little bit less of a horror movie, yeah. than the first one because the action's solid. Yes, but like the suspense. Mm-hmm. I mean, they get to the planet and you know what's happening, and she says. Like, you colonize that planet? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You know? And and obviously, they did it because they want the, you know, they want the alien for, for these bad purposes. But, like, they get there, and everyone's dead, and everyone's gone, but there's no bodies, there's no nothing. And you're like, where is everybody? And clearly, they had this, like, final last stand and everything, and there's no aliens. And you're like, where? And you're just on edge the whole time because... You know they're yeah. there, and they're also cocky at the beginning before right. they get there, and then it's and then quickly like terrified boom. right away, and you're like, oh my god, like this, you know, and yeah. just the, the whole thing dude, with the with the mother, and then the fight at the end where yes. she's in the suit. Like, there's so yes. many great scenes in that movie, and so and look, I mean, you talk about a franchise that had like powerhouse directors. You get Ridley Scott for the first one. You get James Cameron for the second yeah, one. And the third back. one, which most people don't like, but the third one's David Fincher, who's done a million great movies. And so, like, that's the thing. is like, you know, you have these movies, and then, uh, you know, the, the fourth one's trash. But, I don't and, like the third one, either. I found the third one yeah. lackluster. It's, it's and not, not just great. From, like, I know a lot of people don't like the beginning, where they kill off. Right. Which makes sense. 
I mean, I think that's... I didn't like that. Right. But I could have looked past it if the movie itself was good. Well, but the, I thought it was just... Yeah, I agree with questionable. you. Questionable. The, the beginning is similar. So I compare the beginning almost to like Thor Ragnarok. At the beginning of Ragnarok, when they're doing the play, and he's basically saying like, oh, you thought that this is what we're going to do? Uh-uh. This is completely right. different from what was before. And so he's trying to make this... And I think that would have been know, fine... It had the movie had the yes. movie hit, and it just it wasn't yes. you know it wasn't there. And I think right. Fincher, I think you can see elements, yeah, of what Fincher has become, yeah. but he yeah, just yeah, yeah. but it just wasn't there in that first one. So that was his first real big budget yeah. movie. I so, mean, it, there were right, there were good things about it. It's yeah. not like it was completely terrible, right? But, but it's I not, I didn't enjoy yeah, it. Agreed, agreed. So all right, uh, moving on. The another yeah okay a little bit further in in the eighties the thing, okay. which I mean a classic. Oh classic. my lord, dude! And they redid it recently. I think that was I think the Kurt Russell one was actually uh, a, a, a remake, I yeah. believe. And they've because most of those have been were yeah. done. Yeah, and they've the remade day. it again. They remade it again probably four or five years ago with a, with a female lead actually, which it was fine. But the Kurt Russell one is so good, man, and you're chasing this thing, and you don't even know what it is, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, dude, and, you know, with the dog and everything, and it's, it's, I mean, you know, when that thing, I think the chestburster scene is, like, the most unbelievable, like, surprise scene ever, but, like, when he turns into the thing, right, and you're like, what the hell is that? Like, yeah, It's horrifying. It is really <laughs> horrifying. And so that's one of those ones, too, where you're like, whoa. Okay, like, there we go. Like, this is... So, I really enjoy that movie a lot. Again, scary and bloody at times, but again, suspenseful. It builds the tension and builds the suspense. And to me, that's what makes the enjoyable, fun movies. Like, you want to be on edge, right? And I don't necessarily need jump scares. I just need, like... No, a lot of times those are lazy. Right, right. And so that... Anyway, so that's... So that's a solid one. And then I I think, too... um, so, okay, so let's just kind of move on. I think two, I'm going to lump these two together. They're complete, well, actually, I would say they're more, they're kind of like monster movies. Years apart here, okay, but Jaws mm. and Jurassic Park. Yeah. And again, Jurassic Park, not a horror movie. Jaws, not really a horror movie, but those two like revolutionized, you know, what you were looking, I mean, Jaws was just amazing. It's just an unbelievable right. movie, and it's got so many great lines, <laughs> you know, from Quint and and you know, and on down the Better line. Lived on. You know, right, right, and it's just, it's just a classic, classic movie that is very, very well done. And you know, then you get the remakes, and you know, yeah. two, three, four, but with and the practical else, you know effects I mean? but, they yeah. used and everything. Yeah, was groundbreaking. It was stuff. awesome. It was awesome, and it was just, it was, it was so well done. So Jaws obviously is going to be on the list, and Jurassic Park. I mean, dude. I couldn't poop like for for months. <laughs> like, the lawyer gets taken off the toilet. I'm like, oh no, dude! Every time I'd, I'd like, you know, it's one of those stupid things where like you check the shower. Like I would go in and check the shower, and then I'd be like, all right, now I can go to the bathroom. It's like, what are you checking the shower for, you idiot? But like, I just hey. couldn't. I just couldn't do it, <laughs> man. Awesome. Like, and so like those are the movies when they stick with you like that. I feel like those are the movies when you're like, okay, like they they nailed it. You know, like that's. So, anyways, that's a uh, those two, and again, obviously different times, different eras, everything else. But you know, two real monster movies that have um, you know that have really kind of 
revolutionized what you know I think standalone as you talk about the best shark movie ever yeah. maybe one of the best monster movies ever period in Jaws and then Jurassic Park like again the practical effects are just right. are through the roof yeah. you know and there's so many amazing scenes and lines in that those all movie. still hold up too they do I mean Very you watch well. you watch, and that's 1993 yeah. and you watch that today and you're like oh my god man when, when the when the um when the water is rippling on the top in the car, like, and you can hear the thing come, I mean, just, just unbelievable. Money. So, unbelievable. So, uh, and then two psychological thrillers, a little different times, very different movies. Silence of the Lambs, The Sixth Sense. Okay, so Silence of the Lambs, obviously, very different. It's a very different movie, but like some Anthony Hopkins goodness. Anthony Hopkins is in that movie for like eighteen minutes. It's enough. I mean, it really is enough. It's unbelievable. Like, and and but you think about like he's the main character of the movie, and he's in it for like literally for like eighteen minutes, and he was amazing as it. And that's maybe the that is arguably outside of those like slasher movies, he might be the most recognizable villain ever. You know, out of any movie, and so you know he's and some of the lines, man. Like, you know, I'm having I'm having a friend for dinner, and. Like, yeah. I ate his liver with some nice fava beans and a nice Chianti. And you're just like, oh my lord, dude, you know? That's insane. But it's unbelievable. And then, you know, you get the whole Buffalo Bill angle and everything. And so that's like, it just uh, unbelievable. And The Sixth Sense, which, spoiler alert, there's a little twist at the end. And I mean, you know, the M. Night Shyamalan twist that, you he know. He hit on that one. He did. And he's been trying to live up to it ever since is really the problem. Yep. You know, instead of just instead of just making movies that didn't have crazy twists in it, he that just Can't became like himself. his thing. Yeah. You know? And it's just like you don't need to have that every time, you know? Yeah. And so now you're looking for it. Right. But and, this, it, and it always comes. Right. And but like nobody like I know people say they saw it coming. Nobody saw that one. Coming. It was brilliant. Like that was unbelievable. And you like he didn't wasn't wearing his ring and you didn't realize it and yeah. like he was always wearing red. It subtle. It, it was just, it was super, super subtle yeah. and very, very... When you very see well all done. the things that yeah. show it because it when seems you watch like, it again. Right, because it seems like he's interacting with the outside world. It seems like he's in public places with Haley Joe Osment and they're interacting in the outside world, but he wasn't. And you're just like, what? Like, that blew good. me yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. And the best part of it, and I think what, you know, the, the idea was that... He didn't know, obviously. But the whole point was that we were seeing the world through Bruce Willis's eyes. That's right. We thought we were seeing the world through Hilly Jawson's eyes, but we were, in fact, seeing it through Bruce Willis's eyes instead. And that's what made it more compelling because we were seeing it through him not knowing the situation, you know? And so, um, you know, fantastic, fantastic movie. So, um, yeah. And then there's some, there's some, like, so like Scream's on my list because Scream is just like awesome I mean you know they had the balls to kill off Drew Barrymore right? immediately which was pretty dope that was awesome that's the cool thing and I like the fact that they had that all the advertising and stuff had was her all about her it was amazing and in the first scene yep. see ya yep it's brilliant it was amazing and, and again, again kind of like a throwback to Psycho <clears throat> yeah yeah, where you kill off the leading lady who's like what you're selling it on to an exactly. extent, and it's like, wait, wait, wait a minute, right? Because then the audience is completely thrown. Like, yeah, anything can happen here. By the way, you know, I heard on the Mac and Goo podcast. As a matter of fact, they shout said, out. 
either that or the hashtag. I don't know. One of the one of the podcasts, one of the Triforce podcasts, said that uh, that movie was the first time a toilet, yep, was shown on the flushing, big toilet flushing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So groundbreaking uh, in many ways. I know, right? <laughs> so, anyways, uh, so but the, you know, great movie and just the way they the play on it. Where it was like they knew they were in a horror movie, so you were like watching. The horror, it was like very yeah. meta, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it was well done. Meta before meta. It really was, <laughs> right? Right. So uh, well done. And then you know a few in the ring like that. Another one like so the ring and saw for me are like ones like nineties ones, I like nineties early two thousands. Well, no, you. those not nineties, like early two thousands. I did see saw. Bro, the ring. This is a bit much. The ring fucked me <laughs> up, dude. It messed me up. I was that. I've never seen me. that. I was like, don't watch it. I was. <laughs> it's one of those movies where I was just like, it freaked me out. I, I was mean, just I'm, like, you I, know, I, I know the idea. You yeah, know, but and like, it's funny. I don't love the ghost stories. Like the ghost stories, like creep me out. I'm like, I don't like it. I just don't. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's too like real for me, you know. And some of the stuff is real and stuff, but like, then when it's like, you know. Yeah, I can watch Ghostbusters. I'm good. Well, that's a. I mean, that's a good movie. But like, great you know, movie. But you know, like the Ring Man is just yeah. With the whole horse, I mean, the whole thing. I was just like, no, I'm all no, set. No, no, I'm all set. No, thank you. And saw again. Uh, I think for me, revolutionized it. Right. It's all about like changing, changing the expectations of what you're looking at. Right. And so, like the fact that he was hiding in plain sight the whole time, and like that's everything clever. else, and like that was very clever. The rest of the nonsense I don't need in my life. Yeah, no, I understand. I, I, again, it's the same type of thing where like he's the judge, jury, and executioner, and all this other stuff, and like you know the they're all bad people, even though they're good people, and all this other crap. Yeah. Like whatever. Like you know, I mean, I could take it or leave it, but like it was just it was interesting. It was a, it was like an interesting done thing where like his motives were different than anything we had seen before. Fair. You know, typically their motives are like they're crazy, so they want to kill you, right? Yeah. Or they have, or they're like they're they want to eat you, or whatever the case may be. They're right? just bad or because they're, just, they're bad, right? And he has this thing where he says, "This is my moral compass. Right. Why I want to kill there you." There is which, a motive, right? Right. You know, however, however ridiculous it is, right. you know, there is some sort of motive behind it. So I hear you. Um, yeah. Oh, one I missed. I mean, I missed it when we we're talking about two. Two of them I missed. Uh, one of them. Is twenty eight days later, which is just an awesome, just an awesome zombie movie. And I went back and forth between like Night of the Living Dead, like some of the old like Romero movies, where like he really did those really well. Yeah. And Night of the Living Dead's like a really great like classic movie. But I just I wouldn't like sit down and watch it. You know what I mean? If it was on TV, I'm not gonna be like, okay, I'll watch. You know, like it's a great movie, and I understand that. But like, I'm still not gonna like seek it out and watch it. You're just gonna turn on Room, but Room of the Titans. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. But, like, 28 Days Later is, like, a dope movie. Like, and it's, like, the first time when, like, the zombies were, like, running. And you're, like, wait, like, they're running now? Like, this is, you know. So, it was really good. And, you know, a guy wakes up in a hospital 28 days later and doesn't know what happened. And all of a sudden, and then no one's there. And it's, you know, it takes place in England. And it's it's really, really well done. So, that's a great one. And then The Blair Witch Project, which I think was, was just, I Found mean, footage. the budget, man. The budget was like zero on that movie, and they just crushed it. I mean, they just absolutely crushed it. And again, it's another movie where I was like, yeah, I think it came out like ninety nine, 
and I was like 15, and I was like, everyone's, you know, they're buying the hype, whatever. And I'm like, I don't, I have no desire to see it. Like, I, you know, whatever. Like, everyone says it's super scary and all this other crap, and then some people say it isn't, and some people say it's good, and some people say it doesn't, right? And that they went back and forth. But I, the first time I watched it, I was like, this is like very, it's just very well done. And again, builds the suspense. You don't know what's going on. Is it kind of silly? Yes, it's kind of silly when she's like screaming and everything. But, like, the end, like, the climax of the movie when they just, like, when they find him, like, in the corner just, like, standing there and then the and then the, the, it just shuts off and you're like, what the hell was that? Like, it just, it's wild. And so, you know, it's just, it's well done. Um, and, again, like, that found footage type feel to it yeah. is really kind of makes it more spooky almost because it was marketed as this is real. Like, right. it really happened. Which obviously didn't, but like they marketed it that way, and good for them because they made a ton of money. They made off a ton it, of money, you know. And so I guess People they made like a, in. I guess they made like a second and third one that was like really bad. Yeah. Um, but you know, but that first one really killed it. So, um, so anyway, so and again, that's another one. No blood, no gore, no nothing. Like that's just all suspense. You know what I mean? And so, so anyways, um, that's a good one. And two new ones. Two brand new ones. Okay. Okay. One of them a few years ago, Get Out, which I thought was just, and again, everyone talks about it and everyone, oh, it's this and it's that, but like, just a, similar to Stepford Wives, right? It's a Stepford Wives feel, but it's just done so different and like so well. And he just, and again, dude, and you know, I've said it 400 times, but like the suspense builds and you have no idea what's going on and you know something's going to happen. But you just don't know what it is. And you're just like sitting there like, what is going on? Like, what is happening? Yeah, that movie's pretty pretty crazy. And then like, you know, and then for him to to be trapped and then she, you know, hypnotizes him and he get and it's like, and it's this whole thing, man. And he's trying to get out of there. And then like, and his buddy is like, you need to get the hell out of there, you know? (laughs) And it's like, so it's got some, it's got some comedy elements to it as well. But like, you know, it's just, it's so well done. And the party where they're all, like, talking about, like, the black people and how, like, oh, you you know, you're so fast and you do this. And, and it's you're like, what the hell is going on right now? Like, it's so weird. Like, why are they talking like that, you know? And so, and it's just, like, it's, it's very off-putting, you know, because you're like, that doesn't make any sense. It's like something's going on, but you can't, like, figure it out, you know? And you know something's off, and he knows something's off. And she's like, yeah, this is weird. Like, we need to get out of here, you know? And then, you know, and then the twist, obviously, that she's in on it the whole time. And you're like, oh, my. It's, bro. And then the end, like, so the ending, and he's talked about the end before, where, like, the original ending of the movie, when you see the police lights and everything, it was going to be the actual police. And they were going to arrest him. And that's how the movie was going to end. That he was going to be the one that got arrested. Oh. Because... He's got the shotgun in his hand. Like, you know, yeah. he killed all these people. And so, like, now he's going to, what, try to explain that story to the police? You know what <laughs> I mean? There's no way, right? And so, like, and so that was kind of the, that was the original ending. But the ending that they have is so good because you think that that's the situation. And in my head, when I saw the lights, that's the first thing I thought was, like, they're going to arrest this guy. He's not, you can't tell them that story. Like, be like, what are you, insane? Like, oh, yeah, they're putting your brain into someone else's head. Jewel, that sounds legit. You know, like, come on. You know, and so, like, and so the fact that, like, 
the fact that they did that so well, and then it was the friend, and he's like, man, I told you not to go to that house. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's so good. You know, and so like that, the ending is perfect, the way they did it, you know? And so, so anyways, you know, you could talk crap about it and say, oh, it's not a 99 or Rotten Tomatoes and all this other crap and whatever, but like, it's legit. It's a really good movie. And so, I haven't seen Us, and I heard it was awful. Um, but, Yeah, I haven't know, seen it either. So, I, I can't speak it. on it, but I heard it was bad. Oh, okay. So, but, you know, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. So, I also heard the twist. So, I, um, it's kind of like ruined. ruined. But, yeah. you know, whatever. So, and then one, uh, two other ones that I want to talk about. One of them is, uh, came out a year or two ago on Netflix called Gerald's Game. Ugh. Uh, and I know you didn't love it. <laughs> I didn't love it. And it was hyped for me before I saw it, and then I see, saw it. See, that's the problem. And so, I was like, uh, yeah. yeah. So, see, I read the book, because yeah. Stephen King. Yeah. And the book was very well done, obviously, because it's written by Stephen King. I can King. see that. But I didn't, like, it's not one of my favorites, but it's, like, such a messed up situation. Right. That I'm like, this could work. I thought but- it was interesting when the guy's in the room with her and yeah. you don't know if she's hallucinating right, or if, or if he's real. really there yeah. and then when she finally rips her hands like out of the cuffs yeah. and she's like bleeding to death and she puts the ring in his basket and runs out the door yeah like that was pretty insane right but just a lot of the build up before right right and the flashbacks and stuff right with like her history and her dad and all that crazy yeah, yeah, nonsense yeah. right I could have done without that right so like I thought that like dragged it yeah and I thought they did a good job building the suspense throughout because when you first when I first saw the preview for it and heard about it I was like how are they gonna make this into a full movie right. that she's just cause he yeah. like her husband pretty much dies pretty immediately. much right away. yeah and so but they do a good job of building the suspense where she's like trying to get the water mm-hmm. and she's screwed but you're like how's she gonna get out of this yeah and I thought like they did do a good job of making the most out of that and making it suspenseful right I just thought some of the stuff was like eh. yeah it yeah. dragged a little bit for me in the middle. Right. But I, I see your point. No, and I know what you're saying. I mean, I, I guess, so see, the thing to me is that because I had read the book, I knew the whole backstory about her right. father and everything and that kind so of... So how similar was it to the book? Pretty pretty similar. Okay. Pretty similar. So, I mean, in the book, she kicks him in the nuts and he had, and that's, and he has like, and he like has a reaction to... Yeah. Okay. Because she like tells him no like four times, just like... Just like yeah. You know, in this, where he, she's like, like, what are we doing? You know, but then she like kicks him in the nuts, and he like, so she borderline he, like, causes back. it, right? And okay. obviously not intentionally, but like, she's like telling him no, like, and so that's like that kind of relates back to that sexual yeah, thing, yeah, and so yeah. it make not that it makes more sense, but it's almost like bit. she gets like triggered by that by him doing that of all the sexual abuse that she right. suffered. You know what I mean? Right. And so that's and why she lashes out. Exactly. You. And so that's that why she lashes out. And it's like, and so she feels like it's her fault, even though it's really not. No. Like she's just trying to fight back, yeah. you know, to be like, what are you doing? Like cut it out, right. you know? And so, yeah. so anyways, it's just, it, but honestly, like it's one of those things where, you know, it's well done. And bro, the, the scene to me, man, the scene the degloving scene, we'll call it, is just, I mean, my God, dude. Because, like, uh, you know, King describes everything in, in epic detail. 
And he described that in epic detail. And I'll tell you what, man, it was like, wow. Yeah. You know, and so I was like, are they going to actually do it? Because that was my first question. Like, are they going to actually do this? Because, like, she slices her hand and pulls it out and her freaking hand turns inside out. You know what I mean? And I'm like, are they going to actually much show that? It. And they, like, they went they went for it. They went for it. And, and like, you know, it was like, It was horrifying. Whoa. But it they was, did a good job with they it. They did. And they made it horrifying, but they didn't make it, like, too horrifying no. that it was, like, over the top. It was on you know the line. I mean? But again, it's like. Yeah, if you have a weak stomach. Yeah. But, like. Right. But it brings you that question where it's like. What would you do? Like, how far would you go? You're going to die. Like, yeah. she was going to die. Whether that guy was really not, you know. Right, she was going to die. She was going to die. And so it was like, you know, it's this whole thing. And I can't remember in the movie, because see, the book and the movie combined for me, where it's like, you know, whatever. But, like, in the book, she takes the car and, like, sees him in the car, in the back seat and crashes the car. Is that what happened in the movie? I can't remember. But like that's what happens in in the mo- in the movie in the book. I'm sorry. She's like driving away, and like just trying to get away from the house. And she like looks in the rearview mirror, and there's the and there's the guy. And she's like, Whoa, and like crashes the car and wakes up like a day or two later, like in the hospital. But oh, I don't know. So anyway, so that that's how the yeah. that's how the book was. I do remember her looking back. Right. But and so maybe he was and maybe he wasn't. I don't know. And but, then she crashes into a tree and so a family see, like comes running out to get So her. see that. So I bet you I bet you he was in the backseat because that's kind of – that's how the book was. And it's just – it's so well done. And then she's writing about it at the end and everything. Else. So it's yeah. just – it's uh, yeah, well, that one was good. So – and then the last one is a brand new one that just came out this year, uh, which is Ready or Not. And Ready or Not, it's almost – it was almost indescribable for me. I had never seen a movie quite like it. Yeah. And it was totally it insane. It was insane. It was completely insane. That girl's great. She was awesome. She was awesome. And the family was very good. I'm going to get her name. You know? Yeah, you should. Uh, the family was very good. But it was just, like, the, what I liked so much about it was it was so different. And it was a horror comedy, right? It was a horror comedy. It was supposed to be a horror comedy. And they nailed that part of it. But, like, man, dude. Like, what ha- I mean... Just the way everything goes down and you're watching it and you're like, oh my god, like this is completely nuts. And then... Samara Weaving. Samara Weaving. There you go. And then the end of the movie comes and you're just like, I was like, what just happened? Like, it was unbelievable. And so like that's one of those things where you just, you're there, you're with it the whole time. And I bought in like right away and she's like... (laughs) She's like, yeah, okay, like, we'll play in hide-and-seek or whatever. And then she's, like, hiding. She thinks it's, like, fake. And then the girl kills the maid. And she's like, what the fuck did you get me into? Like, what's that going on? That girl keeps there, you know? killing maids. It's just amazing, you know? And so, and so again, it's just, it's very, it's a, another one of those ones where it's just well done. It's original. Like, that's the thing is that most of these horror movies they're making are, like, remakes. You know? Like, you see the horror movies now and they're just basically remakes, you know? And this was, like, an original thought, an original movie. And, again, just... So different than anything I had seen in a long time, and I thought it was very, very well done. And I laughed, and I like you also did. like multiple times like out loud was like whoa like yeah. you know, like it was so it was uh, it was very well done. So all right, I got three. Do it. And we'll close. All right, seven. Which I'm surprised you didn't. You know mention. what? 
as I was when I was talking about Alien Three, and I mentioned David Fincher, I was like, oh, yeah. I didn't put seven on my list. <laughs> we need to mention seven. Yes, really for one reason. I hadn't seen that movie, and I love Pitt. Yeah, so yeah. part of the reason I watched it was just for Young Pitt to be right. hilarious. Oh, but I literally watched that whole movie just to hear him go, "What's in the box?" <laughs> literally, I watched the whole movie. I knew it was right at the end. But I watched the yeah. entire movie just to hear him go, it. what's in the box? And it's worth it. The chemistry between the cast is amazing. Oh, yeah. That movie. Yeah. They're amazing. So that's one. Okay. Love it. Because that movie's horrifying. It's very horrifying, It's dude. very horrifying. They go through and do all the seven deaths. I mean, yeah, that's... Yeah. And that, again, that's Fincher, like... And deadly Sins for a reason. Yeah. yeah. It's horrifying. Whew. But I love me some Pitt and some Morgan Freeman. Yeah. World War Z. It's a good one. Which is really, like, questionable. Of a horror movie. Yeah, but it's good, though. But enjoy it again. Yep. And I liked the end. The end scene where he is in the hospital and he makes his way through, like, the corridors and he gets into... Unbelievable, dude. The chamber with the yeah. medicine and he injects himself and he yeah. just walks out with the stuff. Right. And they all stand aside. It's just unreal. It was cool. I mean, it was. It was. I thought that was very clever. Well, and again, an like sus- super suspenseful because you're sitting there like, oh, like you think you assume he's going to get there, but you're like, how the hell is he actually going to get? It there? was cool. It was. It was the zomb- very. The zombies very good. right outside the door. Yeah, and so he's just screwed. I mean, man, that was. I like. I thought that was interesting. Also, bonus points on that movie because uh, his name is Jerry Lane, spelled. Exactly the same way my dad's name is spelled. Oh. And so, therefore, you know, get, get, that movie Shack. gets bonus points. <laughs> All right, last one. What do you got? Third. So, this movie, I don't, it's not like actually good. Okay. But it's more recent, and I randomly watched it. Okay. Have you heard of this? It follows. So, I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Okay. But I've, re- I've heard very good things about it. So, I'm not really going to spoil anything because, like, it's not important. That's not why I want to well, talk about it. Well, the basis of the movie is she has sex, right? And then yes. this thing. So yeah. it's like a sexually transmitted disease right. ghoul thingy. That, that's not what's important. Okay. I, I don't care about that nonsense. Okay. What I thought was interesting about it. Because you know I don't, I don't like any of that nonsense. Right. I do. I don't yes. like it. I don't want it around me. But the reason I mention it is there were four or five scenes. He is basically this thing is following her right everywhere she goes yeah and it just walks it just walks after it's unreal dude and so she's just like in school and you're and like there are three to four scenes where there's just somebody in the background stone-faced just walking towards her and you like if you're looking for it you'll see it yeah but in those scenes it's not a focal point like, it's not like she's running away or she's afraid. Yeah. But if you you notice way off in the distance, there's just a person just coming straight for her. And it's, like, nuts. There's And it's it's, it's, it's pretty And crazy. it's a different person every time, right? That's, like, yeah. coming after you. Yeah. It's yeah. just, like, a random stranger just walking towards her. And it's, it's, it's creepy. But the way the visuals were done in a few of the scenes were brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's one I've wanted to see that I've never actually seen. Yeah. And so, like that's and there's a few like Cabin in the Woods. I want to see. I haven't seen that one. So there, there are a few of those like classic horror movies that you know uh, that that aren't on the list, and and that's why right. you know. And The Shining, yes, please, is not the floor on the list. Is yours. Okay, The Shining is not on the list 
for a very good reason because it sucks. No, it does. <laughs> it, do- <laughs> it doesn't actually suck. It's it's a good because movie because it sucks. <laughs> it's a he good says. movie, but this is the problem. One of right? the most popular. I know. And it's Stephen King. I know. Yeah, yeah ish. That's the problem. That's that's so. Why. But this is what I found interesting, right? And when people talked about Ready Player One, and we saw Ready Player One, I saw it like thirty nine times. Yes. In the theater. And I said it's to good. You, it's not that good. I know. But I said to you when we saw it, I said they picked the perfect movie for that to be in because the message that the guys were trying to send was take the book and throw it out. This movie is separate from the book. The books you know what I mean? don't like, matter, and that's the thing. And so, and so, it's one of those things where, like, The Shining has nothing to do with the book. Like, it just not. It, it doesn't. I'm sorry, but like, there's the elements of The Shining. The entire storyline of The Shining is different. Okay, thirty second timeout. Yes, two things. Okay, one. Yes, I know that you really want to see Doctor Sleep. Yes, which. If I'm understanding my Stephen King correctly, this yes, correct, yeah, uh-huh. is the sequel uh-huh. to The Shining, Absolutely. and you're all super I'm excited, very excited about, about it. it yeah. Okay, yep. <laughs> Do you know why I'm excited about it? No, that's because Stephen King's excited about it. Really? Yes. So this one, this movie, and he's tried to do other Shining movies, and they just haven't held up because you can't compete with with the juggernaut of The Shining. The Shining is a great horror movie it's a great movie if you don't associate it with the book that Stephen King wrote the books don't matter and so, when that's a thing and so that if you'd never read the book and you just watched it like so this is what happened okay alright so second thing is the book better in your opinion a thousand times better it's not even close it's not even close Okay. And and the books are always better, so that it really doesn't. Well, I right, mean, the books are always better, but in this case, you're story saying line, the story is completely the, different. Correct. Yes, and the way so like here's the deal in the book. In the book, okay. I don't really know the Shining. Okay, you've never seen it. No. Okay, so in the book, the bad guy of the book is the hotel. The hotel is the bad guy. Not Jack. It's crazy, but the hotel is the bad guy, and what happens is. The hotel turns Jack into an actual, literal monster. He literally becomes a monster in the mo- in the book. Like a monster monster? Like an actual monster. Like a monster monster. That looks like, like a person. Horns? That continues to look like a person until the very end when he like looks like... A monster. Like a monster. Yes. What type of monster? I honestly couldn't tell you exactly what he looked like, but, like, but that's the idea, is that he's... He's like not even a person anymore. He's like a monster that is created by the, the hotel. hotel. And so the hotel is this whole thing. And, and so like it's all this stuff going on. And like the – you know the uh, – one of my favorite scenes in the book. And it happens a little bit in the movie but like the, the shrubs are moving. So like the shrubs are like are like shapes and figures and stuff. Yeah. And they're just like moving. And so they're like in different places – and stuff and they're like and so you don't like see them moving but he'll like look out the window and they'll be in different spots and you're like what the hell is going on like why are they and so and there's obviously like there are elements of the book that are still in there but the the movie is about a guy at a hotel which is haunted going crazy and trying to kill his family right right. the movie the book is about the the book is about the hotel possessing this guy and literally turning him into a monster and then him trying to kill the family. Sounds similar to me. But like, but <laughs> but like, my point is that 
in the in the movie, Jack is the bad guy. In the book, Jack is not the bad guy. But because it, Jack ends, he he's no longer Jack. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not. But in the like, movie, doesn't he go insane because of the hotel? Well, he goes insane because of like, yeah, I guess because of the hotel, but also because like he's stir crazy and he's seeing some ghosts and things like that, and so like he he does so go it's crazy. Similar, I know. <laughs> but and there are there are lots of other there are lots of other reasons. Like for instance, I'll give you a perfect example. Mm-hmm. The um, look, I believe you. The I know, are no, always I know, better. I know. The the um, the black guy, and I can't I can't for the life of me think of his name, but he has The Shining as well. The Shining is what Danny has, where he can, like, feel things and yeah. sense things and stuff, okay? So this black guy also has The Shining. And so he starts, he takes a shine. Ha, huh, see what I did there? Got him. <laughs> <laughs> he takes a shine to Danny, and he says, like, hey, you know, this happens, this and that. Well, he realizes they connect through The Shining. Right. And he's like, we need help, which happens in the movie. He shows up. Jack kills him three seconds into it, okay? That's not what happens in the book. In the book, that guy saves the family, okay? And as they're leaving, they're leaving in like a like a like one of those like cub cadet things or whatever, you know, like a mm. snowmobile type of thing. Okay. But it's enclosed. Yeah. And he goes into the shed to get like blankets and stuff for the – this is like the very end of the book. Jack's already dead. The hotel's exploded. The hotel blows up, okay? That's important to do that. Right. So it has the, to be safe. The hotel blows up. Jack's dead. Like, this guy, you know, is saving the family. Mm-hmm. And he has the shiny and everything else. He goes into the he goes into the shed to get, like, blankets for them so that they're warm on the on the ride back. Warmth is important. And he picks up an axe and walks towards the door. The hotel is telling him that he needs to go out and kill the mother and son, Danny and his mom. And he, like, literally picks up an axe, walks to the door... And is about to walk out of the shed, and like he like breaks out of it, and is like looks down and is like holding an axe, and he's like, "What the hell, dude?" And he like puts it down, grabs the grabs the blankets, and like runs into the thing, and they drive away, and that's how the book ends. And it's like unbelievable, mm. but like that, it's all about the power of the hotel, and not like just him going crazy. So it's a little bit less be- I get you. believable, you know what I mean? But the oh, whole yeah, it's a Stephen King book. Right, but the whole point of it is that it's not necessarily him that goes crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so obviously the the movie's done very differently. And look, here's what happened. I saw the movie. I hated it because it was so different than the book. And it took a lot of those themes out of the book that I really enjoyed. And then I said, okay, I'm going to pretend like the book doesn't exist. I know it's hard to do, but I'm going to pretend like it doesn't exist. I'm going to go in and not connect the book to the movie. You know? And then I enjoyed it, and I I can I can well, recognize yeah, if it's different enough, right? I can recognize that it's a good movie, right? It's a very good movie. It's a hard classic. I can recognize that, but like, yeah, it just so. Anyways, so that's The Shining for me. And again, I'm going to talk about it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. When we do the Stephen King thing, and again, I think I was I was on the fence about because the movie I think comes out uh, November eighth, I believe, which is next weekend. I was on the fence about doing my top five Stephen King books. Like around that time, mm. which I almost did, but then I'm like, well, it's Halloween. Like, I'll do yeah, the top is. five Stephen King movies, Stephen King books, because Doctor yeah. Sleep isn't on there. So, you know, um, so I figured, man, if if he's not man. on the if it's not on the list, right. Why wait till the movie comes out? Why wait? So, anyways, that's what we got. If you had to pick your favorite movie off the list, number one 
absolute favorite movie off the list of movies we talked about. We kind of bounced around all over the place. We really had no set agenda. We just kind of yeah. talked about movies. Of those, Alien. Alien? Yeah. yeah. It's a good pick, it's man. It's not really close. No, it's a good pick. It's a good pick. And I, I would, honestly, I'd probably pick Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy, yeah. but... But I mean, and again, like Jurassic Park, I think. I was just thinking that. Jurassic Park is. That might be second. Is up there. Yeah. That might be second on my list to be, if I'm being honest with you. And again, you know, I'm not a huge horror movie guy. I like, I like thrillers and I like action movies. Yeah. And, you know, I also like, you know, I'm I'm down for a good rom com or or a kids movie. Um, You know, but, but I think, yeah, if I had to, if I had to pick just one, I'd probably pick Aliens. I probably have to do it because uh, you know that for a while was game over man I mean that scene's just so awesome so anyways that's all we got for you thanks for sticking around 45 minutes later here we are boom Uh, we were a little disjointed didn't really have a set schedule I liked it but it was good it was a good conversation I didn't want a set schedule that's a good point yeah me neither so screw that not this time we've had a lot of set schedules we have this is true lists yeah 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 you know we're like rank stuff and whatnot, and we're like meh we're not gonna rank things today we're just talking about about scary movies (laughs) I don't like enough to rank them (laughs) we're like you know know, we're like scary scary kind of scary (laughs) (laughs) so anyways that's what we got so thank you for listening Uh, go follow us on twitter armchair underscore heroes follow me on twitter at Pelan underscore Pats, you know why not? I mean, you should definitely do that. should. I mean, you probably already do. I mean, let's be honest. If you're listening to Armchair Superheroes, this is the only reason why is because you already follow me on Twitter, or you're related to me or Jeff. And so, in that case, you know that's the way it goes. What's so, up? <laughs> <laughs> anyways, thanks for listening, and uh, and we'll talk to you. And again, Thursday, buckle up. Oh yeah, it's gonna get real. Oh yeah. All right, guys. See ya. See ya. What if you could have a career? where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.